the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Vitucci and Associates. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Vitucci and Associates have no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Vitucci and Associates, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Pat Vitucci says, don't invest and forget. Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, and investment advisor, Pat Vitucci of Vitucci & Associates. With over 30 years' experience in the world of finance and investment planning, Pat specializes in personal and corporate investment management with special emphasis on retirement planning. The Dow rallies, but will it be sustained or will the bears return? Fuel prices, interest rates, war in Ukraine, and the Fed's ongoing battle against inflation all stoke investor confusion and fear. Welcome once again to another edition of Don't Invest and Forget, the program that faithfully every week helps you keep your finger on the pulse of your money and changing circumstances in the markets from Wall Street to Main Street to your wallet. Our host, 30-plus year financial manager and the author of the best-selling book, Don't Invest and Forget, Pat Vitucci, along with our own Don't Invest and Forget man on the street, Charlie Cowain. Well, Pat, it's been interesting. We've seen a recent uptick on Wall Street. Whether or not, as we indicate, that'll be sustained, I guess only time will tell. Meanwhile, we've also witnessed a significant drop in bond market demands, continuing to raise eyebrows from New York to Washington, D.C. I just have to wonder, which of the two is more worried, investors or bureaucrats concerned they could be in for a dry spell? Yeah, I've never seen such a robust collection of leading and lagging indicators. It's a potpourri of a lot of bad news and sprinkle in very little good news. Let's start off with the most obvious one. The real estate market is pretty much completely dead. There's just no other way to spin that. If you're a mortgage broker, there's a lot of concern about downsizing in your industry when mortgage rates go from two and a half up to upwards of 7%. doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that market's quieted down quite a bit. So as interest rates go up, and that's the design of Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve chairman, to slow things down, slow inflation down, i.e., by the way, employment has to go up from around 3.4 to, I guess the goal is around 4.5% unemployment. And sadly, it almost always affects the lower band of income folks, and so that's not healthy on top of an inflation rate where we're seeing um, the price of food just skyrocket. Eggs were up 40%, guys. Butter and margarine, 30%. Gasoline, while it declined a little bit, it's still 25% higher than in 2021. And oh, by the way, 
with the OPEC decision this week, I should say OPEC Plus, which now includes Russia, they've agreed to reduce production by 2 million barrels a day. So the administration is going around the world trying to make nice with Venezuela, where they've been on fairly unfriendly terms, but Chevron's got a giant production facility there. So we're going there on bended knees saying, please, 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 we need a couple million barrels a day to satisfy our consumption. Going into the strategic reserves, by the way, it's at a 40-year low. It's supposed to be for emergencies. Everybody's concern is gas prices are going back up again, given the OPEC decision to lower production. And so costs are going up. Votes tend to coincide with the cost of living. And we know cost of living is getting pretty much out of control. And sprinkling Ukraine emotion and the dread that those poor folks are going through just sends the top stories on the six o'clock news right to our heart when it goes to these extremes and then it hits your wallet when you go to fill up your gas tank or go to Safeway to buy your groceries. It converts to a midterm election just a less than a month away into a real testament to perhaps how you're going to vote. And so we've got to look at the reality that political season is heating up every night on the six o'clock news. It's all about who's ahead and who's behind and will the Republicans take the Senate and the house or just the house or neither highly charged emotional environment that we were challenged. Let's face it. Emotionally, we're not good at decisions, the Dow Jones Industrials this week up 1,500 points over a couple of days, and then it starts to give some of it back. And so we've got this roller coaster of emotions. Is it time to jump in? Is this the bottom? Is it bouncing around the bottom? And lots of opinions out there from absolutely this is a buying time to sit on the sidelines a while longer until the signs become a little more crystal clear. Pat, I was reading a story the other day, uh, the price of gas in different states, like in Texas, it's $3 and something a gallon. Here we are here, pushing $7 a gallon. Right. I mean, it's cra- it's crazy. We're way more than, than other states. We filled up our tank last night over $7 a gallon. Uh, and so, yeah, you're right. We'd love to ha- have $3 a gallon. So when they talk on these national news programs about the price of a gallon of gas, I mean, California, with the heavy tax on every gallon... We're getting squeezed really hard. Yeah, yeah the, the stories are, wow, the price of gas is going up to, you know, $4.46 or something. Where is that in this state? And so the consequences of the Fed not bringing inflation under control could be severe. They'll probably raise another three quarters of a point in their next meeting. It has a direct correlation how we are being able to afford some of the basics that we have enjoyed what last may or june what was the mortgage rates i think they got as low as maybe two five maybe a little bit but a fixed 30 rate of two five was was doable now it seems counterproductive but the federal reserve is trying to create more slack in the labor market so they want more unemployment so people buy less which converts to less inflation it's almost illogical to think that that's their goal, but it really is the bittersweet formula that in the past has worked pretty effectively, but somehow this, and I'm going to call it a recession we're in, there's no question when 
when the major indexes are down over 20%, I don't care what politician says we're not in a recession. This is a recession. We don't just don't know how deep it's going to be or how long it's going to be. And so we go through these machinations of how long is this going to last? And will Christmas season dig us out of this mess? Or will the consumers be shy about spending? From a retail point of view, sometimes up to 50% of a retailer's sales are in the Christmas season. And so going into this Christmas season, imagine if you're a buyer and you had to make decisions last May, June, July about how much inventory you're going to purchase. I mean, talk about a wild guess. It's not a job I would want because if you underbuy and consumer has a voracious appetite and the racks are empty, you probably get fired. Conversely, if you buy too much and consumers stay home, now you got to give the stuff away at buy one, get one free kind of sale. So I wouldn't want to be a, be a buyer of any kind of goods or services where you have to commit to an inventory issue and this wild emotional roller coaster ride with all the fundamentals swinging so widely. That's a recipe for disaster. You're either either a goat or you're a goat. It's not even a hero or a goat. I think you'd underbuy or you overbuy, you probably lose your job because you've guessed wrong. We'll have to see how this whole uh, Christmas season starts to shape up. On this edition of Don't Invest and Forget, looking at the headline stories, their impact on your financial life, and trying to make some sense out of the current market conditions. Certainly, if you're just moments away from retirement, you might be rethinking that timetable at this point. And if already retired, really scrutinizing not just your expenditures during these inflationary times, but as well your income. Pat, I got to believe if you're already retired, this is a very stressful time. But what about a person who's looking at retirement years down the road as they've seen a drop off in their investments, their IRA 401k, things of that sort? What do they make of all this? Guess what? If you've got a timetable, three, four, five, six years, historically, we're going to look back on this and say, wow, there was a giant sale on Wall Street. The Dow Jones is only at 30,000. We were at 36, 37,000 at the peak. Are we going to get back to that? Historically, we always come back from corrections. We don't know how long it's going to be. So patience is rewarded when you have the courage to buy into these markets. So if you're a youngster, you know, with a 401k, my thoughts are convert your portfolio to stocks because in the long run, you're probably going to be okay. I say probably. I don't know. But historically, have we come back from every correction in America for the last 100 plus years? Absolutely. Sometimes it takes longer. Sometimes it's, it's shorter. Even the 2008 debacle, we bounced back relatively quickly from that 40 plus decline in the market. So this decline is modest compared to that radical one. But nevertheless, they all hurt. They all uh, put us in emotional discomfort, sometimes gives us some sleepless nights. I've got friends calling me and saying, you know, I bought Apple. Should I buy more Apple? Should I sell Apple? And the answer is it depends. They didn't ask you, should I buy Apple's? 
It was Apple. No, right? I, I discouraged <laughs> yeah, okay. buying apples. The cost of apples are way too high. Yeah, to, to some degree, though, some folks might find themselves in the street selling those apples just well, like back in the day. <laughs> apples or pencils, there one or go. the other. Those are visions from the Great Depression in 1929, right? Yeah, we hope we never see that again. Pat, let me ask you a question about this balancing game that the Fed is playing right now. And, of course, there is this delicate dance between rising interest rates in an attempt to try to kill inflation, while at the same time hopefully not killing the economy. Meanwhile, in times like this, we've seen often cases where investors will either run for more conservative investments, in some cases put the money into cash and run for the hills. There's been an interesting bit of churning going on in demand, both for T-bills as well as the bond market. Help us understand what's going on there. Well, depending on what you subscribe to, if you're an optimist and say this is a great time to buy in, or if you're a pessimist, so it, it's one of those tightrope walks that you've got to understand. Money market rates are at just under 2%. They used to be 0.02, two one-hundredths of 1%. And now just a scant months later, they're pushing almost 2%, just sitting in a money market account at the bank. So if you're comfortable with around 2% for a while, even though inflation is 9%, you're still losing your buying power. Now, if you're retired, your buying power is not as radically affected. The theory is retirees aren't going out and buying cars or houses or significant purchases, washing machines and dryers and that kind of thing. So if you're retired, the inflation number in theory doesn't affect, except for food and fuel, of course. So retirees 65 and over are going to get probably the biggest increase potentially ever, ever, ever in their Social Security check this coming January. We'll see what the final numbers look like, but it is poised to create a huge increase in your Social Security check. Now, that may help a little bit and quote the cost of apples we just talked about. But for the worker bee and the younger family, inflation hits them harder because they're educating their kids and they're buying cars and they're buying furniture and all those other durable goods that retirees don't need, generally speaking, need to buy any of that stuff anymore. It's a challenge for all of us. There's no question about it. It's just to one degree or another, depending on our patterns of consumption. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, might be a little bit like me. I, I just don't want to make those decisions. I'd rather leave that up to people like you to help me make those decisions. You talked about sectors before, and you know what I, I think about that. I, I don't know a sector from, you know, I mean, I, I know it's important, but I don't do enough of it to, I'm certainly I'm concerned about it, but I don't do enough of it to be, you know, absolutely sure of what decisions to make in a buy or sell you know, category. I'm just uncomfortable with that. Well, it would hinder your time on the pickleball court. Absolutely. And, so, and that, that's, that's and mainly why I don't do it. That's the most important thing to you right now. But you're, you bring up a good point. It is a great time to look at what sectors you are in. What are you invested in today? Where's your 401k? Uh, are you in energy? Are you in banks? Are you in entertainment? What industries are you invested in? And are you poised to participate as we hopefully come out of this miserable looking market soon? Buying in now may be a great opportunity 
to buy into a sector that has been beat up pretty badly. And as the market turns, as the world turns, you will will have bought at a great sales price and the share price, in theory, go up if, in fact, we come out of these corrections like we have in the past. So sector rotation is the technical term we use. And getting in and out of a sector, in my mind, right now, it's absolutely essential that you take out your statements and you probably just got your quarterly statements. Take a look at what you're invested in. And it's really important to study that or have us study that for you or your financial advisor study that for you. If you're investing and forgetting during this kind of market, I think it's a big, big, big mistake. So this book I wrote, Don't Invest or Forget, this is the kind of market I was really speaking to. It's this kind of roller coaster ride that really requires a reallocation, not a rebalancing, a reallocation, a different portfolio design intentionally changing to accommodate when we start to recover and buying in low and hopefully selling high. To take advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review that Pat spoke of just a moment ago, why not call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-PLAN-WISE. Easier still, you can schedule your appointment conveniently online by going to DontInvestAndForget.com. That's DontInvestAndForget.com. In addition to scheduling your appointment online, you'll also find a number of resources available through the Investor Education tab, including articles and topics such as what we've discussed today on the program. Again, that's DontInvestAndForget.com to get more information or to schedule your complimentary appointment in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates. Why not call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE? That's 888 888- P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Don't invest and forget dot com. Pat Petucci says don't invest and forget. Invest and forget. Invest and forget. Well, now that fall has finally arrived, time to take care of a little bit of uh, fall housekeeping items. We always talk about spring cleaning. Why not some fall preparation as we take a look at our fall financial to-do list with 30-plus year money manager, Pat Fitucci. And Pat, you know, time will slip away from us pretty quickly here before you know it's Thanksgiving, then it's Christmas. And so appropriate, perhaps, to talk about some important things that we need to be doing right now. Time seems to slip away. As you mentioned, we get really busy. And before you know it, it's January 2nd. So let's let's run through some of these items. I think these are important items, not fun things to address, Craig. But if we don't do it, guess what? It doesn't get done. So we've got to show a little initiative. Number one, the whole thing about your health insurance, Craig, it's a real can of worms. It is getting more and more difficult. The costs are out of control. And I'm real nervous about when it gets to be free. That's when it's really going to be of concern to me because unless the election changes that pretty radically, we're going to see a radical change in how we have access to health insurance. So we've got to look at, if you have an open enrollment opportunity as an employee, you've got to look at what you want to do. Look at your options. There's typically an open enrollment period at your place of work that really needs to uh, address what plan works best for you. And with this whole healthcare reform in the news every day, certainly it is a time to look at that. Sometimes just increasing deductible size, Craig, can reduce your premium fairly dramatically. 
But be very cautious. I personally went to change my deductible and raise it fairly high to a high level. It was recommended by my carrier. It would have a serious negative effect. So while some things historically may have made sense, like raising your deductible to reduce premium size, it has a negative effect. But of course, the bottom line here is while annually company will come and say, okay, time to renew your health insurance plan. We typically sign real quick and move on. This time around, important to give that some pretty close scrutiny, as you point out. Toward that end too, Pat, before we leave this topic, if folks set up the flexible spending account, particularly if they anticipate a lot of ongoing out-of-pocket health care expenses, this is a good way to shelter some of that money from additional taxes. Yeah, in some cases, the flexible spending accounts or what they call cafeteria plans, there is an option to perhaps waive a specific coverage. Let's say, for example, you and your spouse are employed and you both have superlative health coverage. One waives the health coverage, but you can use those dollars in a flexible way and perhaps get childcare or dental or vision or something else, which from a family point of view would pick up a nice level of coverage. So you've got to look at your cafeteria plan or flexible spending account. They come in a variety of titles, but certainly look at all those options and you may find yourself double covered. And guess what? Both insurance companies are not going to pay for the same services. I remember years ago in 1957, Craig, I had my appendix out and each of my parents had coverage. And back in those days, there was no coordination of benefits. It was perfectly legal. I think my parents made like a hundred bucks because they got duplicate payments. They made a hundred bucks from me getting my appendix out in 1957. Don't you think I should get some interest compounded over the years? Since 1957, sure. We'll work on that. Mom, you owe me a million too. That's the story here. <laughs> Insurance companies uh, years ago started tuning into the fact that there was double coverage and they now have a thing called the COB, coordination of benefits. So why have double coverage if it's not going to do you much good? Perhaps you can use those same dollars through a flexible spending account or a cafeteria plan to buy those other services. Check with your HR person. They are not terribly good at communicating some of these options in some cases. Some cases there's manuals three inches thick, which finding it is the other problem. Now, another arena, Pat, with the degree of fraud that we're seeing these days, stolen identities, people that are using their credit cards with great frequency, you always want to be careful if perhaps there's either some monkey business taking place on your card or in the case of debit card transactions, you start to kind of um, hover toward the uh, the bottom, so to speak. Many banks are now offering you account alerts via email or even a text message so that if all of a sudden you're coming perilously low in your balance for a debit card purchase or perhaps there's some fraudulent activity on your credit card, they've got a way of contacting you immediately. The internet is a wonderful thing and we can get some great messages, but there's also fraud in an email from what looks like your bank or credit union is sometimes a fraudulent operation in Russia somewhere. And the worst thing you want to do is volunteer your account number, social security number, or anything else to what looks like, even with the proper insignias of the bank, you got to be very, very careful. But yeah, you're right. There is a lot of automated alerts that can give you messages about overdrawn or this is your balance. So debit cards, credit cards, just be very cautious how you use them. And I always double check with the bank themselves. I got a notice from my bank that said, look, there's a lot of emails going out with our insignia on there and it's not us. So sometimes you want to pick up the phone and call the toll-free number of your bank to corroborate that it really is 
your bank. In the fourth quarter, looking at the tax efficiency of our investments is certainly a critical thing to do as we prepare for the final opportunity to do some last-minute tax planning here. Toward that end, let's spend a moment talking about a number of key steps that we can take. One is toward the end of the year, and with so much push here toward the green movement, Pat, and saving energy, tax credits for things like energy-efficient improvements to one's home can be of great benefit. Yeah, you could get credits for old furnace or if you put windows in, water heaters, air conditionings. I want to just throw a note of caution out there. You've got to look at what the return on investment is. What's your ROI? And I've looked at solar, Craig, so many times in the last 15 or 20 years. And I just recently looked at it again. And I think the payback without a nickel's worth of repair, which admittedly is unreasonable. Every system needs some kind of repair. It was about 13 years. So we all want to be green. We all want to use less energy, but some of these systems can be quite pricey. And we want to make sure that the money you're spending today is going to have a reasonable rate of return. Yes, we all want to have less oil barges coming in from the Middle East, but as long as there's a productivity, some fruitful use of those hard-earned monies you're plunking down today. Some of these solar systems, for example, charge fifteen, dollars $30,000, $40,000 or more. When you do the mathematics and it takes 13 years to just break even to get your money back with the systems improving in, in efficiency, et cetera, I'm not sure if that's the right way to invest your money today. We're talking today with 30-plus year money manager, Pat Fatucci. And as we continue our fall financial to-do list, Pat, tax efficiency of our investments, always a critical thing. Now, a number of years ago with great ballyhoo, Congress created something called the Roth IRA. And more recently, there's been a lot of excitement about the opportunity of converting that Roth. Spend a few minutes, if you would, talking to us a bit about to Roth, not to Roth, and when, if ever, does it make sense to convert to a Roth IRA? Craig, you're right. There's been a lot of hullabaloo about the Roth conversion. I've looked at it many, many, many times. In about 2% of the cases, it makes economic economic sense to convert. If you listen to the senators, they would love to have all of us convert our pre-tax money to post-tax money tomorrow. The revenue into Washington, D.C. would open up the gates and be just lots of money pouring in. Not necessarily a good idea for you or me. The only one it really makes sense for, and here's the bottom line, Craig, does it make sense? And will you have a higher marginal tax bracket when you retire than when you're working today? For 98% of us, the answer is no, of course not. My income is going to go down in retirement. Therefore, my marginal tax bracket will go down. But everything goes in cycles. Markets go up, markets go down. Tax brackets go up, tax brackets go down. So we don't know for sure what the tax bracket's going to be in term. We know for most of us, our income will drop fairly precipitously, with one exception. If Aunt Tilly is going to leave you $9 million, Craig, and I've heard she's talked about you as very, very fondly. You would be in a higher tax bracket. But for most of us, we don't have an antilly that's going to leave us a lot of money, and therefore our tax bracket is going to be a lot higher. You do have to pay Uncle Sam taxes on that money when it comes out of the Roth. Now, here's a cynical thought. Congress has promised you will never, ever, ever be taxed on the Roth for the rest of time. You could pass it on to your kids and their kids, yada, yada, yada. But I'm a little cynical. Congress has promised no tax. I'll never raise tax taxes again, no new taxes. How many times have we heard that? If 10 years from now, there is a trillion dollars in Roth, what's to say the Congresses of that time will not say, you know what, there's a lot of money out there and we just put a 2% 
tax on that Roth money, nobody's going to really gripe about it. And you know what happens when they get starts out at two, Craig. Five years later, it's up to 12. So I'm a little cynical in that when somebody in Washington, D.C. promises they will never, ever tax this chunk of money, that makes me a little bit cautious. Well, especially when, as you point out, that could be the opinion of this Congress, but the next Congress or the next administration may very well have an entirely different opinion on the subject. So you're right. That's always an area that we need to be uh, very wise of. Now, when it comes to the area of our investments, as much as we want to absolutely maximize the amount of money that we're setting aside in every manner and be cautious of the tax efficiency. I suppose a big part of that efficiency is taking advantage of the ability to use those pre-tax dollars in our investments. Should we maximize as best we can our 401k contributions? Participation in 401k or if you're self-employed, what's called a solo K, a 401k for one person companies. If you're a husband and wife, that's uh, considered one. Absolutely, you participate in this till it hurts your budget. There's no better way of paying less taxes than boosting your 401k contributions or setting up a solo K. And the limits have just gone way up. That's a handsome contribution without paying a nickel to Uncle Sam. So depending upon the structure of your company, the cash flow of what your family household is all about, I will say something favorable here. Congress has given us a wonderful opportunity to max out those plans and take care of ourselves in retirement. We know pensions are pretty much gone for most of us, Craig. And And the social security system is going to be a decreasing part of our income. So guess what? It's up to you and I to fund those 401ks, solo Ks. You're part of a hospital or a school system. It's a 403B. If it's part of a county or a state government, it's called a 457. It doesn't matter what any of those max out to those dollar levels. With that thought in mind, let's talk a bit about self-employed. A lot of self-employed people, because cash flow, of course, is always king when you own your own business, tend to sometimes overlook the need for contributions to cover their own retirements. Speak to that for a moment, if you would. We get so wrapped up in helping everybody else, the uh, shoemaker's kids' shoes never get done. And so we want to be mindful that taking care of uh, you as as a self-employed person is critical. If you don't do it, guess what? It it ain't going to get done. (laughs) Nobody's going to do it for you. And so this is a good time of year before year end. You only have to establish one of these plans before 1231 of any year. You don't have to fund them, fund F-U-N-D, fund them until April 15th of the following year. Or if you file an extension, you have until October 15th. So if your cash flow gets tight towards the end of the year, which in many companies it it does, just open up the framework for whatever you want to do and then fund it before April 15th or if you extend. Now, IRAs must be funded by April 15th, but solo Ks, defined benefit plans, money purchase, profit sharing, SEPs, all the others do not have to get funded until October 15th if you file an extension. So Lots more time to get some cash together to fund one of these plans for you and pay a lot less in taxes. Please let me emphasize that tax and legal professionals are not a part of Vitucci and Associates staff, but we refer to professionals versed in those disciplines. All right, heading down toward the end of our list of these top 10 financial to-do items here for the fall. One of the big things, Pat, we tend to always get ourselves in trouble over the holidays. We spend too much money. Is it a smart idea to start getting maybe the little bit of that money kitty put aside right now? You need to get a mindset before the crazy times of Christmas. You know, I 
we've gone shopping in the past and you overspend and the conclusion is, well, it's Christmas. And you somehow that is supposed to justify overspending. And then you wake up January 2nd and you've got some bills that you didn't anticipate. And it takes you months to get out of that hole you've dug for yourself. While the um, calmness still is prevailing before you get into the frenzy of the holidays and the shopping, get some serious numbers written down. If you don't write the number down, Craig, it doesn't happen. So establish a budget for your family of how much you're going to spend and agree with you and your spouse or you're single. Just agree. That's the number. Number we're going to live with come hell or high water we're not going to spend more than that with that discipline you'll enjoy the holidays more there'll be less guilt and you'll wake up january 2nd feeling a whole lot better about not having dug yourself a hole and finally as we're wanting to do some nice things here during the holiday season and uh, perhaps preparing to buy a lot of goodies for ourselves and family maybe a good time to clean out the closets and donate what we don't need to less fortunate people. It certainly feels good to give to people who are not as blessed, and especially this year, Craig, when there are so many folks falling on hard times with a lot of charitable groups are starving for donations of cash, clothes, old cars, etc., etc. We all have stuff hanging around the house, whether it's old coats, old cars, old RVs, whatever it is. Donate it to one of those worthy causes before the end of the year. Makes you feel good, and financially, there's a great incentive. To take advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review that Pat spoke of just a moment ago, why not call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-PLAN-WISE. Easier still, you can schedule your appointment conveniently online by going to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. In addition to scheduling your appointment online, you'll also find a number of resources available through the Investor Education tab, including articles and topics such as what we've discussed today on the program. Again, that's don'tinvestandforget.com to get more information or to schedule your complimentary appointment in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates. Don't invest and forget.com. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no obligation financial plan tune up in one of Bay Area offices of Fatucci and Associates near you, go to don't invest and forget.com. That's don't invest and forget.com. Or call toll-free, 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Vitucci and Associates. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Vitucci and Associates have no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Vitucci and Associates, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.